fresh out of the oven, a brand new episode of the Have You Tried That Podcast. I am back, 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 back again. It has been a long hiatus. Um, I apologize for that. I, I love podcasting. I love talking about food, teaching people about food, educating, you know, everyone's yearning for some learning. I'm here. I'm back. New direction, coming in hot. Big hiatus there. We had a pandemic. It was just different. We couldn't go out to restaurants. Uh, Kyle Johnson, he might be back. He's taking a break, focusing on life. We all were. Um, you know, work is first sometimes, and family is second, and then, you know, podcast leisure is after that. So I'm here. I got focus. I got time. But I also have a new take. Still going to do those pizza reviews. We're going to get out there, get in the field, and get that done. Also going to keep bringing these one-hour-long history of food podcasts where I talk about hot dogs or whatever food I pick. American-made. History of American-made foods. Today's episode is going to be about key lime pie. But talking about the new takes, we got a new co-host, folks. I have with me Mr. Ben Wonderlook. Ben, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm I'm glad to be back at this. I'm, I'm glad you're jumping on this with me. Uh, me and Ben are going to be studying hard, doing lots of research to provide you some good ear content. I hope I hope it's good because I can tell you right now, my food knowledge is very limited, and I'm glad you're taking the lead on this because I'm going to learn some shit. It's going to be great. I appreciate that. I I would like to say I know quite a bit about food. I'm not obviously a professional by any means, um, but, you know, I like to eat, I like to cook, and I like to talk about it. Oh, there's one thing I'd love to do. I love eating. Like, <laughs> you, could, you could tell by my gut. Yeah, same, same. There's two things I love. I love food, and I love drinking beer. And one of those takes precedence, but we'll get to that at a different point. You could say the reason we're doing this is really just a gut instinct. <laughs> that was uh that's what we call a radio <laughs> yeah. um, I can edit that in. I probably won't, but I'm gonna say I will just so people think that I did it. But we've passed that moment. They they're they'd be listening to this yeah. and realize that I, I didn't do that. But I'm glad this, you're proud of me. Yeah, this is this is gonna be interesting because like I said, I know absolutely nothing about some of these foods. That we're going to be talking about. And that's what it's all about. It's all about learning and just having that discussion. And should I tell them what today's episode is? Drop them with the truth. Let them know what's happening. Here's the truth bomb for y'all. Today's food is the history of the key lime pie. We'll be right back to dig in. This episode is brought to you by limes. They're green. They're a fruit. And most importantly of all, they're limes. Limes. Okay, we're back. Thank you for bearing with us. We had to get our bearings straight, and we're ready to go. So, Ben, tell me, what do you know about the history of the Key Lime Pie? You know anything? I absolutely know maybe like one thing. And that's probably where it came from. Okay. I can probably tell you I've never honestly had key lime pie, but I can tell you I probably do not like it. Okay. So thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) First thing, I'm going to just assume you don't like lime or lime thing. Um, 
I like a lime margarita. Okay. Okay. So Um, think of it, key lime pie is a lime margarita without the tequila. uh, It kind of sounds to me like you just like tequila. (laughs) No, honestly, no. I I cannot drink tequila straight, so the only thing I can have is tequila. The only thing I can have tequila in, like, and not profusely vomit, is in a margarita. I have to have lime. It's either lime or strawberry for me on my marks. But from what I have tried, like, I have tried some, like, key lime-flavored stuff, and that's, like, in hard hard quotations because, I mean, that's imitation flavor. It's not as good as the original stuff, but I want to say it was, like, kind of like a really sweet lime. Okay. I don't know. That's the thing. Here's a fun fact about – actually, you know, we'll dig into fun facts later. But do you like cheesecake? Yeah, to an extent. So I mean, key lime pie is kind of like cheesecake. It's more custardy. It's it's not traditionally known as a cheesecake, but I, f- I feel like I would like the texture. It's the flavor. I'm unsure. Of. Mm, sure. Because like I do love me some custard. I love that like kind of yogurty kind of like chewy taste to it. That I don't know. Not really chewy, but well. And the thing is like creamy jello. That's a, okay. That's how I would describe. Sure. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is it's not like if you do the key lime pie right and you don't cheat and use like bottled lime juice, even if you can't find key lime limes, just use regular ones. If you use a regular juice of it, it's much fresher taste. It's not like super tart or or bitter. There's a little bit of that, but it's not overpowering by any means if the pie's done right. Right. Traditionally, with a key lime pie, especially in the state of Florida, you have to use actual key limes, which grow there. Like it's legal? Like if you use use something (laughs) other than key limes, you're going to be... Hold on to that thought. and quartered. (laughs) Hold on to that thought because we will definitely circle back to that. You will be... Uh, surprised to hear what I have oh to say boy. later. But for now, let's talk about the origin, right? So pretty much every restaurant in the Florida Keys, and I've been there a couple times, especially the city of Key West, you know, they, they serve this this key lime pie. Um, it's always in season there. Um, there. There seems to be like a key lime pie for every palate, you know, with there's numerous versions made throughout the region, but this pie is pretty much considered the official pie of the Florida Keys, as well as the state of Florida. Um, the traditional key lime pie filling, you know, it contains lime juice, like I was talking about, but it has that sweet and condensed milk to kind of balance that bitter. And there's some egg yolks used in it. Generally, I can't remember if it's in like the actual batter, but there's some that have the meringue on top and some that don't. I personally prefer it without the meringue. So meringue, that's when you're like kind of like basically like whipping up the yolk, right? Yeah. The, the generally egg whites, mm-hmm. um, you want to get stiff peaks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love to get stiff you, peaks. I, you, we looked at each other's eyes <laughs> and we knew what I said and, and, and yeah, it happened. But well, uh, <laughs> well, the, well, the only reason why I asked about that is because I was like in my, like monkey brain i'm thinking trying to go back to my like sophomore year of high school when i took foods class sure and i could have swore we made some kind of a meringue yeah deal where it involved like heavily whipping up like egg yolk yeah like, whites egg whites egg whites yep 
Um, you usually add a little sugar to it, and yeah. then you start whipping them with a mixer, and it gets the, all light and fluffy and kind of. And like then gelatinous. that's where you have what they call soft peaks, mm. <laughs> and then you know that you got to keep going until you have the <laughs> stiff peaks. Oh my God, mm. we're never gonna get through this. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, that is meringue. <laughs> Anyways, uh, like I said, it, meringue's okay. I, 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 this is weird. I like a lemon meringue pie, which really isn't a whole lot different than like key lime. It, they're both very citrusy, similar fruit. Um, I like to describe them as one is yellow, one is green. Uh, so you would, I mean, I, I'll eat it, but I'd rather not have that on there. So. You're saying you like lemon meringue, yeah. And you don't like key lime, and they're basically the same. You're just substituting lime for lemons. Yeah, is it does like the flavor of like a lime and meringue not like they not like really swing dance for you? I guess or? the best way to describe it is I feel like the key lime is way closer to cheesecake. It's like that thicker consistency, mm-hmm. whereas like the lemon is, I guess, looser and kind of like. Almost pudding-ish, if that mm. makes... That's not a word, but I mean, you, you know what I'm saying. Well, I would say, like, well, back to, like, the custard talk, like, I think... It's more pu- firm. Pudding and custard, to me, I mean, I don't know if I'm eating the wrong custard or something, but they have know. relatively the same consistency, that same kind of taste to me. I mean, like I said, I know absolutely fuck all about food. <laughs> it's <laughs> preference, too. When it comes I mean, down you're, you're, to it, you're talking to the kid who went to the salad bar at uh, Spaghetti Works and always put on like a big heaping thing of chocolate pudding next to his uh, croutons. I mean, when I eat salads now, but when I was a kid, <laughs> I used to pretty much come back with a full plate of everything from the salad bar except for the lettuce. Oh, so. it, it was it was diced ham. Yes, it was pudding, <laughs> diced ham, and croutons, and maybe what... cheese. Maybe cheese made the yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> there was always ranch involved. Um, but anyways, almost every Florida family has a recipe for key lime pie, um, and they all claim it's like the only authentic version. And I'll dive into this a little more later into the episode, but with these food topics, this is what I love about it is there's never a genuine, like, this is the only person to do this first. There's always two people thrown into the equation, like, no, they did it first versus they did it first, and I well, find and, it interesting. And Key West is one of those places where, like, they're, they they call themselves their own republic, kind of. Like, they're a very, like, free, free love kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, sure. Like, like kind of like a hippie culture, and I feel like what you're saying with like there's no one right, there's no one origin of it. Everybody they're sharing the wealth down there. Like that that speaks a lot. And I didn't, and someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but like I didn't really find any like rivalries or arguments over who has right who created it versus like when I did the hot dog one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's. I mean, someone legit stole stole that stuff, you know, and like there was like a Coney Island hot dog place versus a Chicago dog, and the guy who worked there (laughs) basically stole it, moved in next, no, maybe not next door, but very close, and opened Nathan's, which everyone knows it, you know, and like in Detroit where they make Coney Island dogs, which is different than an actual New York Coney Island dog. Mm -hmm. New York Coney Island dog is like 
sauerkraut and mustard. Mm-hmm. And then the Detroit Coney Island has, um, it's just a beef frank with the chili like mm-hmm. sauce uh, and like mustard, cheese, and onions. And literally, these this guy started a restaurant. His brother wanted to do the chili differently, so he opened his own place. And when I say next door, I mean literally next door. Oh. It's like Detroit Coney Island, I believe, and then Lafayette. They're mm-hmm. next door to each other to this day. Hmm. And okay. there's they have, you know, devout fans who say one's better than the other. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of that here with the key lime pie, but I don't think it's as exclusive as, like, the yeah. hot dog, you know? I think, yeah, like I said, Key West, they're a very, like, laid-back place. I could totally see nobody arguing over this because this seems like an everybody-loves-everybody kind of food for them down there. Yeah, and aficionados definitely... Um, you know, of key lime pies argue regardless and endlessly about the proper way to make one. Like, is it graham cracker crust that you use or is it pastry crust that you use? You know, to memory, I always definitely associate with the graham cracker crust. Yeah, I see that definitely being, uh, like, it going together. I d- and I'm not saying that it would be bad with the pastry, but no. I would prefer the graham cracker, I think. Because it's a key lime, it's going to be like a sweet, fruity flavor. Graham crackers are naturally sweet. I and think that that naturally makes sense. To and that's me. where that kind of like cheesecake factor yeah. comes in. Would you? Here's the thing: Would you put a cheesecake in a regular pie dough? I mean, I don't think that no. you couldn't, but it wouldn't be. It'd be weird. It would be the same. It, the graham cracker makes it. Yeah. So that's why I I am pro graham cracker when it comes to the key lime pie. The other thing is, like we were talking, meringue on top or mm-hmm. whipped cream. I, I, in that factor, that's where I'm picking whipped cream. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I fuck with whipped cream on <laughs> on the reg. Oh yeah, and it, well, any <laughs> any pie I go apple, cherry, whatever. Yeah. It's got to have that whipped cream on it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, nobody wants to eat whipped up. And egg, now there's oh yeah, and then there's another way of cooking the filling in the pie or doing it uncooked. I mean, if you do it well, well I mean, I don't know what the the real difference. I mean, the cook's probably going to get that more cheesecake vibe, if that makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah. So uncooked to be kind of like custardy, pudding-y, custardy. Yeah, yeah See, exactly. See, I, I think I could try. I, uh, you know what? I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and just try it because, like, now I'm getting hungry, and I want to try both a, a cooked and uncooked version. Yeah. And like, I'm just going to have to get past the the, the flavor, the, key, yeah. the lime part itself, but... The one thing that they do agree on in those battles, though, is that you should never add green food coloring to it. Because oh, naturally, the key lime juice, the color it gives is kind of like a, a lighter yellow. Yeah. So I know around, when I'm down there in, in Florida and Key West. You know it, what's real, what's it, fake. Exactly. If you go to, like, Village Inn here, yeah. and that shit is green. You know that they... You motherfuckers! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they won legit... Probably didn't use real key limes, which I mean that's fair. They're hard. You know, there's a seasonal window here, yeah. but you also know they definitely put green food coloring. Yeah, in. it's they, they think it's St. Patty's Day every time they make a cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of cakes, later on in the episode we're gonna we're gonna have a debate. I I'm not gonna say, spoil I it what it is yet, but you know how these go. I meant to say pie. They're my, always. My, brain does not it's, work. It's okay. It's it happens to the best of us. But at the end of all these episodes, 
there's got to be a debate. But real quick, let's kind of talk about the history here. So who made it? You know, who made it first? No one really knows for sure. It's never really been documented. But let's rewind to the 1800s where Mr. William Curry, a ship salvager and Florida's first self-made millionaire, commonly known to everyone as, get ready for this, Rich Bill. Oh, that's a good name. I I, I, I kind of like it, too. Uh, he had a cook that was simply known as Aunt Sally. Oh, I was going to say, was it poor Steve? <laughs> no, no. It was Aunt Sally. <laughs> Here comes old Rich Bill and poor Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt Sally, uh, who created the pie in the late 1800s, uh, you know. Some historians think that Aunt Sally didn't really create the pie, but probably perfected a delicacy that was the creation uh, of area fishermen. That's that's the, the rumor. But another little fun fact, William Curry, he built a, a lavish mansion uh, for his family in 1855, and that is still being used to this day as the Curry Mansion Inn. And I I guarantee you that they serve key lime pie there. And it's Aunt Sally's recipe. I would hope so. I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, I don't know if this true you know, this is a true story or not. Um it's been said over years and years. Um I think some of the theories is that Aunt Sally already knew how to make like some Lemon variation of a pie, and then decided to to sweeten it with like condensed milk and the eggs, and then use the limes instead of lemons. But who knows? You never know. It's open to to debate, really. Um, another theory has to do with sponge fishermen. Um, <laughs> like fishing for SpongeBob. <laughs> I think like the nautical sense sea sponges. I mean, have you heard of that? I mean, I know that I know sea, real sea sponges are a thing, obviously, but like, what are they used for? Why are people fishing for them? I don't know. I think that they probably created it first, I guess, and used it for rations because it was sweet and edible, and uh, the lime helped fight scurvy. Yeah, I always know citruses are your scurvy fighters. Yep. I thought for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Again, my ADD is kicking in. I thought you were t- saying like they were fishing the, the star f- the star sponges for they for they ra- <laughs> rashing them off. <laughs> no, uh, I thought what you were going to say that you thought I said I said was that they were fishing for sea sponge and were using key lime pie as <laughs> bait on their lures. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> everyone <laughs> loves it. Yeah, <laughs> them sponges love the key lime pie. Oh, good yeah. God, no, um, but. I don't know. Maybe perhaps Aunt Sally shared the recipe with him. Who knows? Fast forward a little bit. 1930. Uh, wasn't the, it wasn't until 1930 that they recognized that the first recipes were actually written down. So until then, everyone just knew how to make this pie, I guess. Um, As you do. Word didn't travel. Uh, it's interesting, though, because like, no fresh milk or refrigeration... Or ice was even available in the Keys until the arrival of, like, you know, tank trucks with 
you know, opening the overseas highways there until 1930. So because of the lack of milk, local cooks had to rely on canned sweetened condensed milk. So that's where that comes from, um, which was invented in 1856 by Gail Borden, in case you were wondering. I was. Um, key lime may be the star, you know, ingredient in the pie, but I think the sweetened condensed milk is like a close second. So, yeah, I mean, I... I love anything that's got condensed milk in it because I feel like that's I, I love sweet milk like mm-hmm. almond milk. If you buy almond milk, like, yeah, I have to buy it sweet and I can't buy like I have to buy flavored. It's almond It's fair. I will say though, like oat milk. Don't know if I've ever. It's kind of similar to like well, it's diff. I mean, it's a similar taste to like not milk. If that makes sense, I I'll drink almond milk or oat milk. I kind of prefer the oat milk, but I will say like. I'm just saying with almond milk that this, I think the sweetened or like the you vanilla like flavor the, yeah. is better. With the oat milk, the regular isn't as bad as like regular almond milk, unsweetened or, you know, just no flavor. But I will see if you get the extra creamy oat milk, it's pretty tasty. I'll it's pretty try good. It. I'll yeah. give oat milk a try. I had some today with some cereal. I don't know. There's a wind coming through. Um, but yeah, that's really the. <laughs> The history of it, uh, there we got some you know kind of fun facts about it and how it relates to Florida and and different ways to make it. And we'll bring that up later. It's not as juicy as the hot dog episode, no pun intended there. But uh, there's just a lot more history of the hot dog and and the variations. You can only make so many variations with the key lime pie, but the hot dog, you put. Different topics on it becomes a different kind of hot dog. Like a Chicago dog is literally just everything on set it. to the toppings that it has on it. Yeah, and yeah, it's different everywhere. So, yeah. but fun treat doing an interview series for these shows, right? Mm-hmm. So, I had interviewed someone uh, ahead of this time, Ben, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna cut through to that interview where me and my guest, the lovely Emily Ennis. Talk about key lime pie. It okay. gets off the rails. Yeah. There was no structure to the interview. Never is. That's okay. That's what makes this fun. Uh, we're going to skip to that and have that a listen, and we'll be back. I got a guest, everyone. What? This is Emily Annis. She is here to talk about key lime pie with me. Um, uh, and I, I'm going to ask some questions. This is an interview. Uh, really? Not really. But, you know, we're <laughs> just going to have fun. We're going to talk and see where it goes. So my first question for you is, how do you know me? I know you through work. Our fantastic time together at Toast. <laughs> That's a good answer. I like that answer. Yes, me and Emily work together. Awesome. Emily, where do you currently live? You right now, that. I am in Englewood, Florida. There you go. Uh, did you know, Emily, that key lime pie was invented in Florida? I have heard some rumors that this is true. Um, I believe that makes sense with the keys and 
the name of the limes. Yeah. I, I think that you might be onto something as well. It is true from what I have read on the internet. Uh, I have not read this in books. Sometimes I think books are more accurate, but the internet is more accessible. So I will go with what the internet says and based off personal experience. I have a question for you again. There, there might be, I might ask several questions. I think that's how an interview works. Uh, let's see. <laughs> have you, have you been down to the, the keys before? I actually haven't yet. Um, we're hoping to hopefully soon, but I've heard magnificent things about them. They're nice. They're a lot of fun. Uh, my next question is have, okay. Since you haven't been to the keys, have you consumed key lime pie while in Florida? I have. Um, okay. There was a little shop that we went to after um, one of the diving things that we did, and they had some awesome pies. Um, I myself had actually got the pecan at the time, but I did get to try a bite of their key lime. That was amazing. Okay. Okay. That counts. That counts. Uh, before before this this you know adventure that you had where you tried some key lime pie, have you had actually had key lime pie previously? Yes, I don't know how accurate it was. It was like actually legit key lime pie, like with the mm-hmm. key limes, but I have had key lime pie before. Okay. Are you a fan of key lime pie? I am, but I might be a little bit biased because I'm a fan of just about any pie. I mean, who who isn't a fan of pie? Pie is pie. Is pie. Some people like to argue if pie is cake or not, which... I'm not ready no. for that episode of the podcast yet. That'll be something I really got to dive down the rabbit hole on. I already had a whole discussion about a hot dog being a sandwich or not, but that's not this episode. If you want to know what that's about, stop what you're doing right now. Go check it out. Go to Spotify. Look up. Have you tried that podcast? And listen to the history of the hot dog. It's quite uh, influential, as the critics are saying. So, yeah. You want to learn that battle? Go there. But is a pie a cake? That's we'll get there when we get there. But my next question for you, actually, it's not even a question. I'm just gonna educate you on some things. First of all, okay. do you actually like key lime pie? Like, is it like like you know? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I could definitely sit here and eat like a half a pie on on my own okay. <laughs> by myself well, on my own. I, I love that answer. Uh, I as well enjoy key lime pie. It's actually one of my more favorite pies. Um, you know, key lime pie. Okay, now we're kind of getting to a cake pie thing, but it is pretty much glorified cheesecake in a way. Yeah, uh, I can agree very, with that. It's very custardy. Uh, I will say I do enjoy it quite a bit. Uh, and I'm in, you know, Nebraska in the Midwest. You can get it here, but I mean, it's going to be a lot better if you're close to the source, you know, where it's fresh, made daily. So I have been to the Keys twice myself. Uh, recently, more recently, about, I don't even think it was a month ago yet, maybe three weeks ago at this point. But I went to where is allegedly the best key lime pie in the world and that was at kermit's and that is down in key west i won't lie it probably was 
the best am key lime pie I have ever had. So uh, I, I would definitely recommend going there and trying that. Uh, I've also, you know, throughout the episode, I've talked about Kermit's and other places like that. The other one is the big one down there is the key lime pie factory. I think there's more than one location, but the one I looked like looks more of a shack than it did an actual factory. <laughs> so that, you know, that marketing's a little misleading, but if they're pumping out the pies. I guess it's like a factory. We'll take it. Right. A little bit. Of I history. feel like, Oh, oh sorry. No, you're totally I'm sorry, I feel on. like some of the best things in Florida have come from like those little shacks though. They're always like, whether it's barbecue, mullet dip, or like, I'm trying to think of another thing that I had, boiled peanuts. It's always coming from a, like a little shack, and it's better if it's coming from that little shack. I always say barbecue from a shack is where it's at. That's going to be written on my gravestone. Yeah. Also, boiled peanuts. I've tried them. I mean, I don't think it's anything to write home about. They're interesting. I, yeah, they're okay. Um, the soggy shell is really probably because I like don't want to bother getting like the whole peanut out. So I'll eat the whole shell, but it's not you, like super pleasant. So you can not on all boiled peanuts, but there are certain kinds that are cooked a certain way to where you can just eat the whole thing. You can't eat the whole shell, but I know. I already learned this week that you're weird because you told me you eat sunflower seed shell and all. So yep. wasn't surprised that you just told me you eat the peanut shells too. But <laughs> hey, to each their own. I'm sure there's lots of protein or nutrients or something in there. Um, but you said something about mullet dip. Yeah, smoked mullet dip. Um, when Is we were that- in... Oh, what was it? Like our first stop in Florida had some of the best smoked mullet dip I think I've ever had. It's just like exactly what it sounds like. You smoke mullet and then you turn it into a dip and you eat it with some crackers. But it's like not fishy. It's like just super smoky with like a little bit of a fish flavor. But I could eat buckets of it. It's so good. Okay. And for the rest of the listeners, I'm assuming a mullet is a fish and not the back of someone's hair. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to clarify. I needed clarification as well. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. It's you got a little bit of a history lesson here for you. So, key lime pie. As to who first made it, that part's not really, you know, known, not really documented. I, I found uh, through a lot of my research with a lot of these American food creations, they just randomly pop up somewhere in a cookbook somewhere. And that seems to be like the first documented sense of it. It's like, oh, it was invented by this person because it's in this cookbook. That that doesn't mean anything. I mean, someone could have been made it for, you know, 30 years before someone decided, oh, I don't put it in a cookbook. So I, that's pretty much kind of what happened here. Uh, but in the 1800s, William Curry, he was a ship salvager, uh, and he was Florida's first self-made millionaire. Um, he had a cook that was simply known as Aunt Sally. So Aunt Sally is the one who allegedly created the pie in the late 1800s. Did you know that? 
I did some brief reading before this just because I wasn't sure what I'd be questioned on. And I did see that, that it had to do with like refrigeration and like condensed milk, not having to get refrigerated, which I thought was very cool. And I would love to try some of, what was it? Aunt Sally's other creations. Aunt Sally. Yeah. Uh, William Curry, he built a lavish mansion for his family in 1855 and that is still being used to this day as the Curry Mansion Inn. So, wow. they got the original recipe, allegedly, and you can go there and try it. But I think Kermit's up to something. So, maybe Kermit and Aunt Sally should get together. I don't know. Um, let me ask you this. I, I want to talk about pie. So, <laughs> key lime pie. Do you think... Key lime pie is so different than regular pie, right? I mean, what do you classify as regular pie? I one thinks when it comes to mind, you think of like apple pie. Apple pie, you yeah. know, it's it's either fully crusted over, it has this fancy lattice, uh, pastry like crust on top, and really the only switch up there to to get something else, uh, is you throw cherries in it, and then it becomes cherry pie or like blueberries, you know, any fruit. So to me, that's, that's made a certain way, a particular way, right? Yeah. Key lime pie is made a particular way. It's really cheesecake infused with the juice of a lime. There's not actual like chunks of lime in the pie, which to me, that sounds absolutely disgusting. I don't know if I'd be that adventurous. I I'm also not, I know people that will suck on a lemon. I am not that person. So <laughs> would you suck on a lemon or lime just casual? Like it's a Friday event. I, maybe after I just like had a drink or something like that's pretty refreshing then, but otherwise, no, I can see like shaving this. What is it? Skin of a lime into it though. Yeah. The, uh, the rind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's probably required. I'm fine with that lemon. Like when you, yeah, do that with like, uh, I believe it is called a, uh, like plain, zester? plain. Yeah. The zest of a lime, zest of a lemon, zester, or, uh, there's a microplane is what it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's okay with me. Some, some, some of the, the key lime pies you see have none of that, or some of those have a little sprinkle that in through the batter or whatever. But like chunks of it would be weird. But here's my theory: if it's just like the juice or the you know zest, couldn't you just make that with if I just instead of lime I did orange? Wouldn't that just be like, is that orange pie? I've never heard of orange pie, but I I think you're onto something there. I, think I can I see might that be too. I mean, a uh, orange lemon grapefruit. Oh. Grape, you want to eat the grapefruit pie? It sounds gross. No, mm, sounds tart. Yeah, very what? sour, just not enjoyable. I think to myself, what other fruit can you juice? And then I immediately go, virtually any fruit ever, Blake. Come on. So, <laughs> think I want you, Emily, to think of the weirdest fruit that you could think that you could put into a key lime pie recipe. Thus replacing the lime. Is jackfruit considered an actual fruit? 
Jackfruit is an abomination. That'd uh, be a horrible pie. <laughs> yeah, it would. I believe it's considered... Uh, it has a name. I'll have to think about this. But it 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 would it smells really bad. You know, I tried to... I, yeah. I went vegan for a while. And I tried to mess around with jackfruit. Because I, you know, I love barbecue pork. And... I didn't let me rephrase. I didn't really go vegan. I wanted to experiment with vegan cooking because I found it interesting that you could take other things to replicate regular dishes and it still tastes great and in the same. And, and there's a lot of finesse and challenge into cooking that way. And that's why I wanted to challenge myself to really up my game. But I could not get behind jackfruit. Jackfruit, I understand the consistency. It does have the the mouth feel of what like barbecued pork would be you like yeah i i could get it in i would never i never found it in the can i would never buy it whole because i'm not messing with that but you get it like it comes like in a bag uh with juice in it or whatever but you would take that strain it and then put that in like a pot with barbecue sauce maybe a little onion or something and you just kind of warm that up and then you gotta mash it too because it's real hard but it gets that stringy like barbecue pork consistency <laughs> I just could thinking, not get behind it. No, I just think of that juice and how like because I had done the same thing where I got in like a bag before and was like, oh, this looks like it's rancid. <laughs> so I just think of like a rancid pie from jackfruit juice. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> not like, only does it look that way, it smells rancid as well. Yep. Um I'm trying to remember what the it's it's called like a. It has a it has a certain like scientific name, uh, but it's lost on me, uh, and it's not that important. But yeah, that would be an interesting way to 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 make a lime pie. I I I think I could mess with orange. Orange would be good. I think that would be good. Something that'd be weird. I don't know. You know, it's it's weird how you could juice every fruit, but only a certain fruit is marketed. Like, of course, grape juice, apple yep. juice. So maybe grape pie. <laughs> it's it's hard to get past like not envisioning envisioning like a key lime pie but with grapes versus like, oh, instead of an apple pie, it's a grape pie. That so seems weird. Seems kind of mushy, but apple juice in it i don't know that'd be kind of strange but like everything's market orange juice grapefruit juice you know apple juice um but like why isn't like strawberry juice a thing or blueberry juice yeah blackberry raspberry juice is it because they're too exotic and expensive maybe 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 (laughs) i don't know we're also i think we're on to something else here this is a great conversation. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I might try and make orange lime key pie. That's what I'm going to call it. You, hear, you, you heard it posted. You heard it here first. Orange lime key pie. Um, interesting. I think it's about going to wrap it up. I think I talked to you off enough, but I appreciate you coming on. 
These, yeah, these, no, these interviews are, are not structured whatsoever, and that's the plan. I never want to structure them. I never want to have any sort of agenda or purpose to it. As long as we talked about Key Lime Pie and gave you a little bit of history, that's all that matters. And then we just kind of roll with it from there, you know? I will ask you this. This is kind of important to me, though. This is the last thing I'll okay. ask. Well, okay, two things. <laughs> would you <laughs> would you eat key lime pie frozen? Yes. I guess I just what? don't know the logistics of it, how frozen it is. Okay. I mean, okay. I would choose to. Yeah, I just don't know how logistically able I'd be able to. Let's say... Think of it as in like the consistency of freezing yogurt. Oh yeah, and I could definitely you, do that. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be good, right? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you answered that. The last question I was going to ask: there, there seems to be not a whole lot of variations of key lime pie. And usually when I do these episodes, I want to find variations. So like hot dog, that was endless. I'm sure, I'm sure I did not cover everything, but different toppings. Toppings makes it versatile, right? So with key lime pie, there's not a whole lot of variation, but I have seen it done differently. And to me, I think there's three different ways. So you have just your standard key lime pie with like nothing on top. You know, it's just key lime yep. pie. Then you have key lime pie with like the whipped cream on it. There's that way. And then there's a third way I found, which actually involves meringue on top of it. Mm. Of those three, could you rank them from best to worst? Probably the meringue. And then was the second one whipped cream, did you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, second whipped cream. And then third is just plain old key lime pie. I mean, it's it's there. It's good. But, like, it feels like it's missing something without a topping. Mm-hmm. Meringue number one, though, huh? Yeah, I think so. Ugh. Meringue... And I have a different relationship. Yeah. <laughs> it always feels like to me, it's kind of like, uh, get the it's like an obstacle. I'm trying to eat pie and meringues there. <laughs> I have to get through that before I get to the good part. That's how I feel about it. It's also fun to make, I guess. It's really just like egg whites and sugar. And then it feels like a dessert with the dessert, which I can appreciate like the double dipping of desserts. Oh, it's like a twofer. Oh, that's yeah. Mm, a dessert twofer. That's a good point. It's a solid point. I did not think of it that way. Wow. This has been great. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank our guest here, Emily Annis, for jumping on. She's my first guest officially on the history of portion of, you know, this podcast. We've had the pizza reviews. Uh, those are fun. Maybe... Maybe Emily can join me for one of those one time. We can talk pizza. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to get back to that. Those are just like 15-minute short episodes where we eat pizza around town, talk about it, and rate it. Obviously, I'm going to continue to these one-hour episodes where I talk about the history of food. Generally, right now, American creations. I'm bringing this back. It's been a while. We're back. But now I'm going to have guests. It's going to be fun. Uh, so with that, I appreciate you coming on any last thoughts, Emily. No, thank you so much for having me. I mean, I'm excited now I get to go eat some key lime pie. Um, yeah, and no, it's been a blast.
This episode is brought to you by the city of Key West on the East Coast. Does it make sense? No. Florida. So there you have it. Our first interview of many. That was it was a lot of fun. Emily was great. Uh, she was she was a real trooper. It was co- part of conversationally. <laughs> I just conversationally is. I don't know. I don't know. What, should I start? She's a up? great conversationalist. Yeah, she we'll likes, just keep she's, rolling. She's a good person to talk to. Ben, thanks for helping. Yeah, she was great. She was clever in her ideas of different pies and me going through my whole orange lime key pie pie lime orange pie yeah it's a thing yeah you witnessed it um no we're gonna have more people we're gonna interview other random people that we know um it's gonna be great um they're gonna be better too as well so don't worry about that i mean not not saying that emily wasn't good but no, it, I will be better. Let me rephrase. Yeah. I will be better. I'll be guess, more prepared. Guests will always be great. Fun fact, that was recorded like a year ago. So here we are. Crazy times, guys. Crazy yeah, times. some crazy times. So we're here. Um, we want to talk about some facts. But before we get into the facts, Ben, how do you make key lime pie? Well, according to the Food Network, uh, because I've never, can tell you the truth, I've never made a key lime pie. Um, I believe that. <laughs> ask, ask my girlfriend. She Ask her how much I cook. It's not a lot. I'm good at melting cheese. Um, <laughs> it's a mac, skill. Yeah, mac and cheese, grilled cheese, that's my jam. Melting cheese, it's mm, a skill and a curse. Melt it. Uh, yeah, so handy dandy Food Network here, which I feel like they're a pretty good voice on things. Basically, yeah. you're going to get your ingredients. You're going to get a third. First of, of all, you don't get to be the Food Network and not be good if you're literally <laughs> called the, the Food, food Network. Network. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot, a lot of the greats have come from there. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you got your different ingredients. You're going to make your graham cracker crust, your filling, and your toppings. Uh, for your crust, they recommend a third of a pound of graham crackers, uh, five tablespoons of melted unsalted butter, and a third cup of sugar. For the fillings, you're gonna go ahead and you're grab three egg yolks, two tables or two teaspoons, not tablespoons. Is a tablespoon bigger or smaller than a teaspoon? It is bigger. bigger? Think of it this way: How big is a table? Pretty big, right? How big is a tea? <laughs> <laughs> yes. How big is a tea? It is small. Are we talking in comparison golf? to a? <laughs> We're talking golf no, or drinking? But for your mind, let's go with a golf tee. <laughs> All right. So golf so, tee yes. smaller, table so, big. So. Always remember that when you're in the kitchen, <laughs> yeah, kids. It's the last thing you need is two tablespoons of lime zest. I mean, no. that's how Tiger Woods makes his like tea lime pie. <laughs> um, yeah. So filling three egg yolks, two teaspoons of lime zest. Uh, one 14-ounce can of sweetened condensed milk, two-thirds cup of freshly squeezed key lime juice, or store-bought. I want to say if you want it the better, you probably want the fresh, the mm-hmm. freshies. If you can get them key limes, get them. Yeah. Uh, for your toppings, you're going to need one cup heavy uh, or whipped cream chilled, mm-hmm. and two. here's where the tablespoons come in. Two tablespoons of confectioner's sugar. Mm. So, once we get uh, go ahead and get into that, we're gonna once we get all our ingredients. Yeah. Can't talk. Words are hard. 
Um, we're going to, for the graham cracker crust, go ahead and preheat that oven to 350. We're going to break up the graham crackers, uh, put them in a food processor, or just put them in the, like, you probably take put them in a Ziploc bag and beat them with a rolling pin or something. Great job. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've, I've watched Binging with Babish a couple times. No yeah. free shout outs. It's a great um, technique. But yeah, I mean, you, Babish. anything, yeah, any, you can beat anything with whatever. I mean, if you got a chair, steel chair, I... um, Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah. You want to you want to break them graham crackers up. You want to that's get them all the nice. point we're getting. Get to. them nice and crumbly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> lost place. If you don't have a Bruce, oh yeah. If you don't have a food processor, place a graham cracker. Who is Bruce? <laughs> Bruce Wayne. He's Batman. <laughs> Batman's teaching us how to make this recipe. <laughs> anyway, I'm derailing uh, you. Yeah, Continue. So the recipe does. It, I mean, I when I was saying the whole thing of with the plastic bag and crush the crackers with a rolling pin. That was next in the directions, but I can tell you, God's honest truth, I did not see, see that far. I'm proud of you. Um, so we'll add the melted butter and sugar uh, and pulse or stir until combined. Press the mixture into the bottom of the side, uh, bottom and side of a pan, forming a neat border around the edge. Bake the crust until set and golden for eight minutes. Set aside on a wire rack and leave the oven on. Okay. Leave it for, on. For our filling, we're going to, uh, meanwhile... In an electric mixer with a wire whisk attachment, nice. beat the egg yolks and lime zest at high speed until very fluffy for about five minutes. Okay. Depends on how fast you're going. Uh, gradually add the condensed milk and continue to beat until thick for three to four minutes or, or three to four minutes longer. Uh, lower the mixer speed and slowly add the lime juice mixing in until just combined, no longer. Uh, pour the mixture into the crust, bake for 10 minutes or until the filling has just set. Cool on a wire rack, then refrigerate. Um, freeze for 15 to 20 minutes before serving. Toppings. We are going to whip the cream and confectioner's sugar until nearly sl- uh, stiff. Cut the pie into wedges and serve very cold, topping each wedge with a large dollop of whipped cream. Perfect. Perfect. A couple things to note. Don't over whip the the mixture. Yeah, it'll cause too much aeration or too, too many air bubbles. It it'll throw it off. Trust me. A lot of science goes into baking as well. It's a difference between cooking and baking. Cooking, you can throw in whatever you want at any point. Baking is very precise. Um, that's why it's very important to know the difference between a teaspoon and a tablespoon. Um, another thing is with the cool whip part. Actually, this said what I was going to say, but the whipped cream part, you can get the can or the Cool Whip. Do it that way. There are there are cheat codes involved. Mm. You don't have to make your own. But we all know this. When you make it from scratch, it's just the best. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a sucker for processed stuff and like yeah. convenience. But, yeah, homemade stuff is way better. Agreed. Thank you for the recipe, Ben. Yeah, thank you, that. Food Network. Thank you, not a sponsor. The Food Network, the network of the food. Um, so, let's talk about some facts. It's a hard word to say. <laughs> yeah, facts. It's, it's one of those words you say it more and more, and it sounds wrong every time you say it. And that's the fact. Oh, that was that was clear. Unintentional. You did it. I did it. Proud of so, you. So, number one. Um, this is a little bit of history, but key lime pie is probably derived from the magic lemon cream pie published by a in a promotional brochure by Borden, which was an American producer of like 
food and beverages. Any relation to Lizzie? I don't actually know. We're going to say no, but I'm also going to say yes. It's ambiguous. Hard yes. Okay. Sorry. Not to continue. Chop it down to any more than it is, but (laughs) yeah. That's that's one thing. They were a producer of like condensed milk in the okay. 1930s. Um, another fun fact in legislation, 1965. Take yourself back. <laughs> Florida State Representative Bernie Pappy Jr. That's a great name. Solid freaking name. Um, introduced a ge- geographical indication that. Legislation was calling for a one hundred dollar fine for anyone advertising key lime pie not made with key limes. So if you made it with regular Any, limes, yeah, or grapes, you're whatever, fined a hundred dollars. Yep. Which in that time, I mean, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that's a lot of money today. Plus, I the bill failed. Thank God. <laughs> However. Oh, God. Florida Statute 15.052, passed in July 2006, designates that key lime pie is the official Florida State pie. So, no, you're still not going to get fined. Okay. (laughs) Have me worried there. I was leading you on. Um, But, no, those are some of the facts that I found. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's It's a fun topic here, guys. Uh, here's another fact that's totally not the same as the last two I just said, but in the 1950s, key lime pie was promoted as Florida's most famous treat. I mean, what else could you consider a Florida treat? Well, then in 1987, they said, you know what? We could go bigger. It's the greatest of all regional American desserts. Boom. Take that rest of the country. I mean, I feel like New England would have something to say with the clam chata. Like that's a that's not good. really a treat. They yeah. may have something to say about a fluff or nutter sandwich, oh. which we'll get there. Oh boy, I'm so excited. Yeah, so that's really all the facts that I have. Um, yeah, moving on. Yeah, we're gonna go into the debate. This is the debate section. Okay, it's gonna get heated, mm-hmm. like it always does. Oh, I feel it. I'm ready. But before we do it. We're going to take a quick break, because when we get back, we're going to ask, is pie cake? Simply put, is pie cake? No, it's not fucking cake. No. I don't even know where that comes from. Yeah, who who is arguing that pie is cake? Um, Confused people. Obviously, whoever has, is debating this has obviously never even considered, <laughs> like, what it the, goes into a pie. The difference? What goes into a cake. 
Cakes are spongy. Pies are wet. Yeah, I mean... More than more times than not, they've got wet ingredients. Cake and pies, they're just well-known culinary delights. Yes. They're both American as hell. Like, yes, we'll give apple pie. Like, it's probably Amer- the most American thing in the world. Yeah, I mean, cakes... But... They're, you know... <laughs> I mean... You can't, you can't say that a pie is a cake. No. You don't go... Happy birthday! Here's your birthday pie. <laughs> I mean, I've although I'm, I'm not gonna lie, it. I will prefer that probably. Not I, helping the argument here, Blake. Yeah, but. I mean, yeah, I you can't say that it's a it's a, they're the same. They thing. No. they share similar ingredients. Yes, they both. But usually... there's a difference in the texture mm-hmm. and the style. I was like going back to our sponge talk from earlier. Cakes are spongy. Mm-hmm. They're very fluffy. Pie, I mean, key lime pie, it's especially a key lime pie. I mean, it's, like you said, it's like cheesecake slash custard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've never seen a cake made out of custard or pudding. <laughs> How Well, there are pudding cakes. God damn it. Poke cakes specifically, they use like pudding we're, packets or jello packets. There's jello cakes. We're not helping an excuse. No, we fucked oh, up. God. <laughs> but I will say... More of the similarities and differences, I think that cakes are more aesthetically pleasing. Absolutely. They make cakes look real cool. Pies, I mean, the lattice and like the different cutout shapes they put on top of the crust is pretty unique. That's cool. But, like, yeah, you can't put. I will say, I think that, however, cake wins in the decor area mm-hmm. i think pies do get the top ratings for like the many fillings it can provide yeah because you can put cherry you can put apple you can put pumpkin in it which i mean i'm not the biggest pumpkin guy i'm not a psb kind of person or put p wait no pumpkin spice boy <laughs> yeah i'm not a psb <laughs> yeah i'm not a psl guy is what yeah, i was trying yeah, to say i meant what um, you knew <laughs> yeah thank you appreciate that um but yeah, like don't go. To, you don't go to a wedding and see like a wedding pie. Time to cut the wedding pie. <laughs> you cut the wedding pie. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe in like the like southern states. I mean, where like pie eating contests are more maybe friendly. I mean, Not saying that it's like it's it's beholden to only southern states. Yeah, this is ignorant Midwestern Ben talking. <laughs> but the other thing is like, what is cake? This is the easiest way to like help you determine <laughs> if cake is pie or not. Well, yeah. cake is. A form of bread, I yes. would say. It's a sweeter version of baked bread, you know, using yeah. same or similar ingredients, and it's baked like bread, and it mm-hmm. rises like bread in the oven. Yeah. But, like, pie, the only thing that's even close to that is, like, the crust. Sure. Because, I mean, even then, like, pie crust only, what, inflates a little bit on the ends? Yeah, I mean, what is pie, you know? It's like, well... It can be well. Here's the thing. This kind of puts pie in the winning category. Then again, because a pie can be sweet and savory, like yeah, like your shepherd's chicken pie. pot pie. Oh, I fucking love a chicken. Oh, so good. Chicken pot pie. Oh. Yeah, um, it's also made of pastry, which yeah. is a big difference. And like, you can use different types of pastry. Uh, but generally need flour and, and butter or some sort of water to, like, make a simple dough. Yeah. 
So that's a that's kind of difference there. Now I will say the the crust of a pie can be like too much, like mm-hmm. overfilling. Yeah. Um, and if you burn it, like yeah, you, it makes it crisp. Over, over, well, if you overcook it and you get it like burnt, it I think it ruins it. Whereas I think if you like slightly burn a cake, it's still edible. Yeah, you could still eat it because it's like like you said, it's like bread. It's kind of like a toasted effect. Yeah. And I I love me some toast, but I'm not going to say I'm going to actively you... go out and... Yeah. I'm not going to actively go out and burn my cake. Yeah, what do you think is easier to cut, cake or pie? That's a question. I would probably lean towards cake in this category. Cake, I would say it cuts easier. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely. Like, it's it's more appeasing to cut. I agree. Like, it's, or it's more aesthetically pleasing <laughs> yeah. to, to cut, because, like... The cross section. I always, yeah, I always you can have, get a good cross section out of apple pie, but though. I, like, if I ever cut a pie, I always have a hard time cutting, like, like the, the center part, no problem. Yeah. Once you get to the crust, and, like, especially when it's still in, like, a pie pan, and you're just like, I'm like, do I just sure. angle it up straight, angle, the, like, the knife or, like, the, the what do you call it, the triangle spatula? Is there a special name for it, or is it just a spatula? Mm. Let's just call it a pie spatula. We'll call it the pie spatula. Ben's animating this, by the way. Yeah. It's if this fantastic. was on video, this would be way better. So it's you're great. going in like about a good like Not 45 to 30 to 45 degree angle when you're cutting that center. It's okay. A good draw. Geometry. So then you come back to your uh, the crust. Algebra. Are right, we going about to a, about a 90 degree angle? Like we're we're straight in the air. Math and then your just blade just. <laughs> yep. So. I don't know. I, I love it. I would rather cut a uh, cake than cut a pie. I agree. Okay. So other thing, let's talk about like the pros putting like cake into its winning category, or we'll get to pie to kind of see where we land. But you know, I think cakes are easy to decorate. Yes, and they're served by the slice. Yep. Uh, no, I wouldn't. Well, would, well, you, would you call it a slice or would you call it a piece? Oh, because really... you have a slice of pizza. I, I've heard it a both slice ways. Of pie. I've never really me personally. A slice of cake. I never, piece of pie. I always say yeah. Slice of pie, piece of cake. <sighs> piece of cake. It's even a phrase. Yeah, I feel like I would. I personally would say piece, but different strokes for different folks sure yeah i just curious want to get into your brain a little bit yeah that's a great question i like thank you um you're welcome thank you thank you mm-hmm. uh i like we were talking before they're perfect treats at weddings and birthdays and celebrations you know they're also very transportable and they can be boxed mm-hmm. for special occasions whatnot and i would say all age groups enjoy cake that's the plus side so let's take a look at pie right mm-hmm. i think pie is a nutritious way of serving a meal because think about all like the things you can put into a pie, like yeah, especially like, like chicken pot savory. pie, but chicken and and vegetables. peas and yeah, yeah, vegetables. You can I guess put vegetables in a cake, carrot exhibit cake. a carrot cake. Yeah, um, I think, but it's not as nutritious because there's more right. There's more sugars and stuff in a cake. It's not as hearty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sweet and savory. That's just a, a win for me there because it can be the main course and the dessert. Yeah. Um, it can be served hot or cold and has lots of variations. Yeah. And I think individual pies make a, a great thing, too. So mm-hmm. I guess you can get individual. We can't get really. Well, I guess you can get individual cake. There's like mug cakes. Yeah, you can do mug cakes. Or you can go to like, like Dairy Queen has like those like little tiny like personal mm, 
cakes. And yep, that's ice true. Cream cakes. Yeah, let's talk about function, right? Mm-hmm. Cakes and pies, number one. They taste delicious. Yep. They're served in restaurants. Yep. Supermarkets, grocery stores. Mm, you can make them at home. Yeah. So. Let's say it's a draw on that. Yeah. Composition. You know, pies and cakes use similar ingredients, as mm. we've said, and for pastry or cake, and the fillings and the toppings differ. Yeah. Now, variations of pies and cakes. I think this is where... <laughs> I'm about to say this, but I think this is where pie takes a cake. Uh, <laughs> variations, you know, come with flavorings and toppings, uh, and pies offer sweet and savory variations, mm-hmm. and cakes are sweet. There's not really a savory cake. Well... I feel like as it's come out of my mouth, that's a like term I've heard. One. But I still think pie takes the cake. I'm just, you keep talking. Yeah, I'll I'm going to look at savory cake. Googling, and I'm going to keep talking. Well, pancakes can be savory. Oh, French savory cake with ham, cheese, and olives. I mean, it's gross. It's French. I mean, I, well, that will probably wouldn't be too bad. I no. I I love me I love ham and cheese I love olives I mean black olives mm, um, no caramelized no. onion walnut and spinach savory cake I just think that here's what's gonna be cakes are kind of you know adapted to special occasions whereas pies agree anytime yeah I mean and then let's talk about cost and presentation though this is where we kind of get things i don't really know if cakes are more well you can pies can be expensive yeah the bigger they get same with cakes but but what's the biggest pie you've ever seen like at an event well at pie fest 2017 i'm just kidding i didn't say i think it should be I mean, there's pie eating contests yeah but those are just like normal pies they they don't make them like eating contests Mm, no, so pie wins. Yeah, they that. win a contest run. Are so we keeping I mean, a tally of this? Because I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so comparison chart here. Okay. Um, I I think the overall thing here, like the summary of cakes versus pie, pies and cakes, they're baked foods. They're served at home or at a restaurant. Cakes are sweet and can be elaborately decorated. Mm-hmm. Pies. They're savory or sweet. Are simple, not overly decorated. Right. Pies with different fillings can be a main meal or dessert. Cakes are sweet. They're decorated with cream or icing and are suited, you know, to only be dessert or like special occasions. So, pies and cakes can be home baked, store bought. Both taste delicious. Here's the answer. I think we turn this which is better than the other. Pie, I think, has one that is that it's better than cake, but also I think the bottom line is that pie is not cake. No, it is not at all. There are two completely different things. Yeah. And if you're arguing still to after this long-winded conversation, yeah, you're wrong because there's no way you can yeah say that they're. Stay the same. tuned for next episode when we talk about the difference between pie and strudel. We're not really going to discuss that, but it was a neat Toaster segue. Strudels are my favorite strudel. They are. <laughs> I don't oh, think my I've, God. I don't think I've had legit strudel. 
<laughs> no, I've only That's had the American cup. What is American this food? Is America. Uh, I will say this is kind of funny. Toaster Strudel, you know, they have like, look, this is kind of weird. They're really like dessert it's a food. folded pie. <laughs> really, it's a calzone. It's a dessert. It's calzone. stuffed with things. But yeah, we say dessert. But don't we eat toaster shells for, for breakfast? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, yeah. we're Americans. Yeah. And then they're like, if it wasn't breakfast enough for you, try the ham and cheese toaster strudel. They have one? Yeah, it just doesn't come with icing. You pop it in the toaster and. God it's damn all good. it. It is. It, so it, it yeah. classifies as a pie because it's sweet and savory. Yeah. It's like a. S- and it's pastry. Wait, then is calzone a pie? Oh, God. Or is pie calzone? Is pizza a pie? Pizza pie. Yeah. I would say. Whoa. We're getting too far. <sighs> we got to save this. This mm. is this will come later. But honestly, I think we've met the end of this. We've milked it enough. We've gone a skosh too far, which is another measurement of how I like to tell people how much pie I want. Yeah. But this was K-Line Pie. Yeah. We talked about it. We, we discussed some. it. We learned, yeah. I learned. I learned, too. I feel like that's my end goal of being this co-host of this show, is and, I want to learn something. And my end goal is to teach you things like the difference between a teaspoon and a tablespoon. <laughs> and we met <laughs> that's that goal. That's a big difference. <laughs> it was a big difference. But that's going to do it. We're going to wrap this up. Um, this was a little over an hour. I hope that you'll enjoy it. Tune in next time. We are going to talk about banana splits the history of banana splits so thanks again for listening we have an instagram account it's called have you tried that <laughs> simple. Uh, yeah simple but yet elegant that's gonna do it i'm your host blake carver with my co-host ben wonderlick this is the have you tried that podcast later <laughs>